kids up here because that gives me freedom to uh, get a little bit carried away. Uh, The messages are focused at at the kids, uh, but I'm trusting that uh, moms and dads and grandmas and grandpas uh, we'll hear the message as well because we've got some neat things to share. Man, we've got a lot of kids. I love that. And thank you, Anna, for moving up a little bit. She told me last night she's too old to come to the front now. Uh, she said, I'm only the fourth row, Grandpa. So thank you, Anna. All right. And you too, Maddie. All right. Well, what, what holiday do we celebrate this weekend? What, what do we celebrate? Do you know? You kids know? Yeah. Labor Day, Labor Day. What, what do we mean when we say Labor Day? What is labor about? Yeah. Work, work. What's another word for work? Job, 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 what did you say? Oh, a job, job, job. How do you spell job? J-O-B. You know there's a guy whose name was Job? No, Job. It was J-O-B. We don't call him Job. We call him what? Job. And he was a guy who worked hard. And we find his story in the Old Testament. I thought it would be a good story for today because, you know, job, Job, what's the difference, right? We're going to find out the difference. All right? All right. Well, Job was a man from the land of Uz. Now, I didn't say Oz, you know, not from the land of Oz, from Uz. And we're not 100% sure where Uz was. But we think there's a good chance that Uz was in that part of the world that Abraham had come from, up in the uh, Euphrates Valley. And uh, you remember Abraham came from there, and then he had a son, Isaac, and then he had uh, a son, uh, Jacob. Jacob had, you know, and, and Jacob had a brother whose name was what? Esau? Twins, all right? And, and Esau was actually born first, but he had some unique characteristics. He was red and hairy. He was kind of like a baby Steve Daniels. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he, he, was, he was a good kid. He was a good kid. But he, the promises of Abraham didn't come down through Esau. But Esau still was blessed by God in many different ways. And one of his descendants was named Uz. And so that's where we think that maybe Uz was wherever Uz lived. Okay. Well, anyway, Job's from Uz. And that means Job's not an Israelite. He's an Edomite or Edomite. Okay, a descendant of of Esau, but he was a really, really good man. He was a a faithful man. He worshipped God. He treated people right. He turned away from evil. He, He tried to be everything God would want a person to be. And God blessed him for it. He had a great family. He had 10 kids. He had seven sons and three daughters. And he loved his family, loved his family. He also was a big farmer. He had lots and lots of livestock or animals because that's how you became rich in those days. The more animals you had, the richer you were. And he became the richest man in the whole world because he had 7,000 sheep. Now, that's a lot of sheep, 7,000 sheep. I think you're right. 20,000 shirts or sweaters could come from that. I think you're right. That's a lot of sheep. All right. All right. He, he had 7,000 of those things. Uh, he, he also had 3,000 camels. Now, we don't know if the camels had one hump or two. Uh, one, what's a one hump camel, camel called? Anybody know? 
A dromedary, right? Yes, of course. All right. And a two-hump is called what? A what? A bacterin. Sure, you all knew that. All right. Now, we actually don't know what kind of camels he had, whether they had one hump or two humps, because the one hump camels were kind of down here in the world, and the two hump camels were here, and they kind of met right there in the land of Uz. He's a rich man and had 3,000 camels. He also had 500 yoke of oxen. Now, what's a yoke? And don't say it's something that's in an egg. What's a yoke? Anybody know what a yoke is? Come on, tell me what a yoke. Well, a yoke is like a curved stick that ties two animals together. So if you had a yoke of oxen, that would mean there were, what, two oxen tied together. If he had 500 yoke of oxen, how many oxen did he have? Come on, how many? 1,000? Wait a minute, I've got to think about that in a minute. Is that right? Yeah, that could be right. All right, that's a good answer. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Yeah, he had 1,000 of those things. <laughs> now, what is an oxen? Well, an ox is like a really big cow. And, but you don't milk them. You hook them up to plows. They're like the tractors in the Old Testament. All right, so he had 1,000 or 1,000 uh, oxen, and he had 500 donkeys. Now, something really interesting. The Bible says they were female donkeys. They were girl donkeys. Now, what's the point? Well, they were more valuable because guess what they did? They milked them. Yeah, donkey milk. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. They, they didn't milk their oxen, they milked their donkeys. So he had a herd of 500 milking donkeys. He was a rich man, rich man. He had everything going for him. And he loved his family. He loved them so much. And, and they loved each other. You know, sometimes brothers and sisters don't get along. Well, these guys had grown up in a great home. They loved each other. And as they got older and moved to their own homes, they still got together on birthdays. They had birthday parties together. Whenever one would have a birthday, they would invite all the brothers and sisters over, and they would have a party together and laugh together and have fun together. And Job really liked that, but, but Job kind of got worried sometimes that maybe things would get carried away, and, and they would do things they shouldn't do or think things they shouldn't think. And at the end of the party, Job would go out and, and make an offering to God and ask God to forgive his children just in case they said something wrong in their mind even. So he was a really, really good man, okay? Well, in the book of Job, the scene changes from the land of Uz to heaven itself. And there was a day when the angels were coming in front of God. And God had sent angels out on missions where they were to take care of people and, and do things for him. And he was asking them what they'd been up to. And, and they all reported in how things were going. But in the midst of the angels, there was one angel who was a bad angel. Do you know what the bad angel's name is? Satan. Yeah, Satan, the devil. He was coming before God. And God said to Satan, Satan, what have you been up to? Oh, just roaming around, checking things out. And God said, well, have you seen my servant Job? There's not a better man in the world. He's upright. He's righteous. He loves me. He serves me. And Satan goes, ha, 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 
<laughs> the only reason Job serves you is because you've given him everything. You've made him filthy rich. You built a wall around him. Nothing bad ever happens in his life. You take away all of his stuff, he'll turn his back on you. He won't worship you anymore. God said, and that's not true. I know his heart. So he says, oh, yeah, it is. And God said, okay, all right, all right. I'll let you test him. I'll let you test him. Go ahead. Touch all of his stuff if you want to. Only don't touch him physically. Don't touch his body. But do what you want with his stuff, and you'll see he still serves me. Satan goes, cool. Satan comes down and starts thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Well, he waited until it was the birthday of the oldest son. And all the kids were together having a birthday party. And uh, Job was out in the field. He had lots of big fields. And he was out there just enjoying a beautiful day, thinking how great it was. His kids were having a good time, and, and all of his crops were doing well, and his animals were doing well. And he was just, just living large, feeling really good. And all of a sudden, he saw somebody come running over the hill. And the closer he got, he saw this guy was all beat up. And his, tors, his clothes were torn, and, and he looked terrible. And he got there, he says, Job, Job, you're not going to believe what happened. Job said, what? He said, well, 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 all of your oxen were out plowing in the field. Now, that's 500 yoke of oxen. This is a big field. We've got 500 plows going at the same time. Now, I've seen maybe six John Deere's in the same field. I've never seen 500 yoke of oxen in the field. They were all out there working. And off the side in the pasture, that's where all the donkeys were eating grass and making milk. And he said, all of a sudden, the Sabaeans, the, the, these, these foreigners, came charging in, and, and they started killing all of your farmers and, and all of your workers, and they stole all of your oxen and all of your donkeys. Job's going, all of them? Yeah, all of them. And before the guy can even finish talking, over the hill comes another runner. And Job looks out and goes, what's this? Another guy's coming. And as he comes, he's, he's kind of smoky smelling. And as he gets closer, his eyebrows are burnt off. And his hair's all frizzy. And, and, and he says, Job, Job, you're not going to believe what happened. Job said, well, I've already heard, I've already heard. He said, oh, no, 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 you haven't heard. We were out taking care of your 7,000 sheep, and, and fire from God fell from the heavens and fried all of your sheep. All their wool, all the meat, charred. It wasn't even good enough for a gyro anymore. They were gone. And, 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 and all your workers, they got fried too. Now, this kind of thing really does happen. It really does happen. I just read a week ago in Norway, there was 323 reindeer. Hopefully they weren't Santa's reindeer. 323 reindeer that were all killed in a lightning storm. Now, when stuff like that happens, people generally say, oh, that's an act of God. Have a tendency to blame God when bad things happen in nature. Well, that's what they thought had happened. You know, God sent this lightning storm and destroyed all of your sheep. So now all of his sheep are gone. All of his oxen are gone. All of his donkeys are gone. What's left? What's left? 
Camels, camels. Oh, yeah, good camels, good strong camels. The camels were like the, the semi-trucks for the, the farmer. They hauled all of his grain to market, and, and uh, all of a sudden, here comes another runner. Over the hill he comes. Job looks out. He's all beat up. He's all bloodied up. And he goes, Job, Job, you're not going to believe what happened. Job says, tell me, tell me what happened. He said, well, we were, we were getting the camels all ready and, 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 and getting them all packed up and, and set to go. And all of a sudden, the Chaldeans went into three groups and they came down out of the mountains and they, they killed all of your camel drivers. I'm the only one left. And they stole all your camels. Now Job has lost everything. He's lost his camels. He's lost his donkeys. He's lost his sheep. He's lost his oxen. What's left? Nothing. But another runner starts coming. And Job looks out and someone's going, Oh, Job, you're not going to believe what happened. Job says, I've lost everything. I know. I said, no, 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 no. Something even worse. How can it be worse? You remember where his kids were that day? They were all in the same house having a birthday party at the oldest son's birthday party. And a storm came up, and the wind started blowing, and the building started shaking, and the next thing you know, the roof fell, kunk, and squashed everybody. The only person who lived was the guy who had come to tell him. His kids were all gone. Job has lost everything in one day, in an hour. Everything's gone. So what does he do? Well, back in those days, if, if you were really feeling horrible, you would tear your clothes and maybe even shave your head and, and then just fall to the ground. Job did all of that. And then we expect that, that he would probably start kicking his feet and whining and hollering and being mad at God. But that's not what he did. He fell to the ground, the Bible says, and he worshipped. He worshipped God. He said, I was born naked. I was born with nothing. Apparently when I die, I'll have nothing. The Lord gives. The Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Wow, that's not what you would expect. That's not what the devil expected either. Well, the scene changes back to heaven. The angels are coming before God again. The devil comes by and God says to the devil, says, hey, what do you think of Job now? I told you he would still serve me. He would still love me. And he did. You made me test him for no good reason at all. And he still loves me. He still worships me. Satan goes, yeah, skin for skin. Skin for skin. Everybody, anybody will give up everything they have to save their own skin. You let me touch his skin, and he'll curse you and die. God said, okay, do what you want, only don't kill him. So Satan comes back down to earth, and he's thinking, what can I do to Job? What's the worst possible disease I can give him? And he starts thinking of all these horrible diseases that make you crippled and make you in pain and all that. And he couldn't figure out the worst disease. And so I think he stopped by and asked a teenager, what's the worst possible thing that can happen to you? And the teenager said, pimples. 
Yeah, pimples. And, and, and Satan goes, yeah. And so he gave Job pimples. Big, nasty, red pimples. They were all gooey and yucky and nasty and smelly. All over his face. And on top of his head that he had shaved, like Mark. And then down on his shoulders. And the pimples went down his arms. And the pimples went down his chest and his stomach and his legs and his knees and his feet. And on the bottoms of his feet, these big, nasty, red, gooey, yucky pimples. I mean, he couldn't sit. He couldn't stand. He couldn't move without squishing the pimple. It was horrible. The only thing he could do, he, he, he got a bunch of ashes. That's the softest thing he could find. And he kind of curled up in the ashes. And, and then those nasty things. He, he, he took pieces of broken pots and started scratching himself. Ugh. Well, his wife was disgusted. His wife said, man, you stink. You're one ugly dude. Why don't you just curse God and die? And Job said, silly woman. Silly woman. Should we expect God to give us good things and, and not be willing to accept bad things? The Lord gives. The Lord takes away. And Job never blamed God for anything. He still served God. Well, before long, people heard about Job, how he lost everything. And he had three friends, Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar. And they lived far away from him. And they heard of all the bad things that had happened, and they decided they would come and comfort him. You know, when someone is having a really tough time, you want friends to come and help you a little bit, get through it. Well, his friends all came, and as they got close enough to see Job, they almost threw up. They didn't even recognize him. He looked disgusting. And they go, oh, my goodness. And they tore their clothes, and they threw ashes on their heads, and they go, oh, my goodness, what's happened to Job? And Job's just sitting there scratching those pimples. And the friends just sat down. They didn't know what to say. So they just sat there for a day and a night and a day and a night and a day and a night. Seven days, a whole week, they just sat there and said absolutely nothing. You know, sometimes the best thing we can do to help somebody, is just be there and say nothing. They were probably more of a comfort to Job during that first week than they were to become because after the week, Job finally spoke. And Job said, I wish I had never been born. I wish I had never been born. Why why would God let me be born to have such horrible life? I don't understand. I wish I was dead. One of his friends said, that's silly. That's silly. God is trying to tell you something. He's teaching you a lesson. You've done something wrong and, and God's punishing you. And, and Job says, no, I, no, no, no. I haven't done anything wrong. Another friend, Jim, said, oh, yes, you have. You know, you're not as good as you think you are. You, you, you make everybody think you're a good man, but, but this bad stuff happens because secretly you're not a good man at all. And Job goes, I, I'm a good man. God knows I'm a good man. I wish I could, 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 could 
talk to him and, and say, why is this happening to me? I wish I had a lawyer who could, who could go before God and say, Job's a good man. You know what's really cool? We've got a lawyer like that. Yeah? Job didn't have one, but we do. Who's our lawyer who goes before God? Huh? Jesus. Jesus goes before the Father and says, I have taken care of their sin. You can accept him. Job didn't know that. Job didn't have one. But yet, Job thought that somehow, somewhere, sometime, God would save him. But he didn't know how. And they kept going back and forth. And the book of Job spends chapter after chapter after chapter of these guys in Job arguing back and forth, trying to figure out what's wrong. And they keep saying, something's wrong. And Job says, no, I'm okay. I've done everything right. I don't deserve this. God doesn't understand. I don't understand God. And he just breaks his heart. He says, I wish, I wish, I wish I were dead. They keep going back and forth. And finally Job says, God, I don't get it. I don't get it. I haven't stolen anybody's money. I've cared for the, the, the orphans. I've taken in the people who need a place to stay. I've done everything I could think to do that's right. I, I don't understand. Please tell me, why did this happen? Well, the three guys figured out that they didn't have an answer. Job hadn't figured it out. Well, there was a young guy named Elihu who had been watching all this. And Elihu says, well, I'm about ready to explode. He says, I've been sitting here listening to all this, and you guys are all wrong. You're all wrong. You're trying to blame God for something and, and trying to find a reason for this and a reason for that. I'm here to tell you God is a good God. God is a faithful God. All we have to do is look at the world he created, and and we know he's a faithful God. We just need to trust him. And just then, a tornado came right in. Everybody goes, whoa. And out of the tornado came a sound. It was God speaking. God said, who is it who thinks they can answer all these questions? Job goes, God says, Job, I have some questions for you. You think you know everything? Where were you when I created the world? Job goes, I wasn't here. He says, uh, Job, do you understand how the stars and the sun and the moon all work? Do you understand why the oceans don't come over the land and wash it all away? Job, do you understand uh, anything? Job was going, and then he said, Job, you know, you took care of your animals, but who takes care of the wild animals? Job's going, think of that. And God said, you don't feed them. I take care of them. I take care of all of nature. Now, sometimes it doesn't look pretty. Sometimes the lions will eat something, but it all works out. I'm in control of things, Job. Job's going, hmm. Finally, Job says, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm getting the idea here. God says, you know, you're trying to make yourself look good by making me look bad. That's not a good thing. And Job said, I put my hand over my mouth. I keep my mouth shut. I've been saying things I didn't understand. 
And then God said, well, a couple of things. I've made some things that you can't even begin to understand. Some animals that are huge, that serve no purpose you can figure out. Behemoth and Leviathan. Now, we don't really know what they were. Some people think they're dinosaurs. Most people think they were something like a, a giant hippopotamus. You ever seen a hippopotamus? You know, they, they're, they're huge and, and they're really tough and they, they kind of hide down in the muck and the mire and they open their mouths up. And nobody can do anything. They call them, they call them river horses, but nobody rides the hippopotamus. And, and, and Leviathan, we're not sure, but it, it, it may be some kind of huge crocodile or alligator. Now, I've had a pet alligator. Believe it or not, I've had three pet alligators. Now, they were little ones. I used to put a string around their neck and take them for walks. They were kind of cool. But they were teeny little alligators. I only paid $5 for the first one. It was good. And, uh, but I never messed with big alligators. And big alligators can get... I just read this week that some gal down in Mississippi caught an alligator, what was it, 13 feet 8 inches long. Weighed 686 pounds. Huge! And God says, why did I make that? You can't train them. You can't play with them. And Job goes, I have no idea. And God says, that's right. There are some things you just don't understand. Job says, I think I'm beginning to understand now. You know, I, I thought I knew you, God, but now I've seen you with my own eyes. Now I understand your greatness. I am so sorry. I'm so sorry I ever questioned you or what you do. And God said, that's good. And then God looked to the friends and he said, all right, Eliphaz, you guys have been saying things that weren't true. You've been trying to, 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 to say it was all Job's fault and you don't understand what's going on. Ask Job to pray for you guys. Ask Job to forgive you for what you said. Ask Job to, 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 to make some sacrifices for you and, and I'll forgive you. So they all went to Job and said, Job, please forgive us. Job said, no problem. After all they'd said, all the horrible things they said about him, saying he had secret sin in his life and he'd done something wrong and he's being punished by God, Job said, it's okay. And he made some sacrifices for them and he forgave them. And when he forgave them, God began blessing Job again. His body healed up. All of his friends brought him some pieces of silver and some gold. His, he got some new animals, and, and they started having more animals and, 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 and more animals. And before long, instead of having 7,000 sheep, he had 14,000 sheep. Instead of having 3,000 camels, he had 6,000 camels. Instead of having 500 yoke of oxen, he had 1,000 yoke of oxen. That's 2,000. Uh, and he had a thousand milking donkeys. Amazing. And he had some more kids. He had seven more sons and he had three more daughters. And the, the cool thing, the Bible says Job's daughters were the fairest in all. 
all the land. And Job lived another 140 years. Now, I'm old, okay? That's over twice as many years as I am old after all that happened. He saw his grandchildren like I see mine. He saw his great-grandchildren and his great-great-grandchildren, four generations. And he died a very, very happy man that God had blessed. That's the story of Job. And it's a story that is so amazing. It's one of, the, one of the most important in the Bible to understand life. Because bad things happen to good people. Job said that. He said, I don't understand why bad things happen to good people. Why is it that bad people sometimes have good things happen to them? I don't get it. And God's basically saying, don't worry about it. There are things we don't understand. But one thing we do understand is that God loves us. And even when horrible things happen, God is still there. And He has promised. He's promised to make everything right someday. It might be here on earth. And if it's not here, we know it will be in heaven. We've got a God who's faithful in all things. And it's okay When you're hurting, to cry out to God and say, I don't get it. I don't understand. No fair. It's okay to to tell God what you're feeling. But in the midst of all that, remember that God still loves you. Okay? He's going to take care of you. He's going to bless you. And someday, everything will be okay. Just trust Him. Can we do that? Let's pray. Father, we come to you so thankful for your faithfulness.